We're inching closer to the finish line of day one of the early signing period, and Miami still has some possibilities out there, guys, for a big-time commit and perhaps even a couple of flips. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, contributor to allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much for sticking with us on Locked on Canes throughout the day, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on any audio platform in the world. We are on all of them. Uh, before I bring on our awesome guest for this afternoon update, I uh, want to update a couple of things since we last spoke. We had a late morning episode. Now we've got uh, mid-afternoon here since we last spoke. The Dillard duo made it official. Chris Johnson, the four-star running back, and Antoine Jackson, the four-star safety. They both signed their national letters of intent to Miami. No drama there, okay? Emery Williams, the three-star quarterback out of Milton High School, he made it official. He signed his national letter of intent. Collins Achiampong, one of my two favorite players in the entire class, he signed his NLI. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me about Francis Maui Goa. He is going to sign... It's going to happen on Hawaiian time because remember, he's like five or six hours behind us in his time zone. He updated everyone today. He's going to be signing at 11 a.m. island time out there, which I, uh, I, I'm i not sure how they do daylight savings or if they do it, but it, it's either 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. our time. So do not worry about uh, Francis Maui Goa. And so at this moment, the only two Miami verbal commits who have unsigned letters of intent are Maui Goa. And Cormani McLean, who we talked about this morning. Let's talk a little bit more about him, and then we have a lot of other fish to fry on this episode. Let's bring in our good pal, Luke Cheney, colleague of mine at allhurricanes.com. Luke, I hope the holiday season is treating you well and you're staying warm here on these South Florida streets. How are you? Doing well, man. Doing well. Uh, been a very hectic day with uh, the nature of signing day, but I'm doing well. Can't complain. So, um, your reaction to the Cormani McLean drama, and just to rehash it for people who missed our earlier episode, uh, he hasn't signed yet. He's not signing today. They they had like a whole ceremony ready at Lakeland High. He had, this is going to become a meme if he doesn't sign with Miami. They've got an orange and green cake that they had ready for him, and he didn't show up to his signing ceremony. His mother tweeted out, he's not signing today. Uh, you know, what do you think happens here, Luke? Is Miami fighting off Colorado, maybe even Alabama and Florida are still trying to get back in it? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I mean, and you mentioned the cake. It just, and this is just me, of course, joking around and drawing hypotheticals, but it, it would be if Cormani were to commit and sign elsewhere, it would be very similar to the whole Tay Day thing with uh, Vontae Williams in Florida back in the yeah. back years ago. Right. But uh, with, I mean, Cormani playing in Miami, there's no real indication that he's going to sign elsewhere. I mean, we've, we've heard the buzz about Colorado, possibly, you know, Alabama's always in the picture. You can't count them out just because they're Alabama, but I wouldn't overreact or I guess become too fearful of that possibility just yet until we start hearing real, real smoke behind that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's it's you have to take into account with Cormani McLean's recruitment is that it's been very unique throughout the entire process and just how he operates. 
there wasn't much buzz or smoke from his initial commitment to Miami. I mean, everyone thought he was going to Florida, and if not Florida, going to Alabama. No one really knew, except for his inner circle that kept it closed, no one really knew what was happening with with his situation. So it's pretty much a we'll see thing with Cormani McLean uh, as for, you know, where he takes this. I mean, I guess the expectation is that he's most likely going to sign sooner or later, but definitely a little unexpected. And given the magnitude of player that Cormani is, um, it's definitely brought some worry for Hurricanes fans, which is definitely understandable. Yeah, no doubt about that. And just Cormani, if you're watching this, bro, just look to the loafer. This is all this is all you need to see here. I got my loafers on today. I saw you in that photo wearing the loafer yesterday with Mario. Let's get this done, man. Uh, you know, I mentioned we still have some some possibilities in play. Uh, throughout the week, I have been very, very confident in Miami landing Damari Brown uh, over the likes of Alabama. He's the four-star cornerback out of American Heritage. He's going to be announcing today around 3.15 p.m. Miami already has his older brother now on the roster uh, through the transfer portal. Uh, your thoughts on uh, what, what you expect from Damari's announcement today, and you know you can add on to it what sort of a player you think Miami can expect if he arrives. Yeah, for sure. So with Tamari Brown, it's looking like a two-horse race right now. I mean, we haven't heard much as far as Clemson or even Florida State as of late. Um, it looks like either Miami or Alabama, which, you know, we'll see in that race. Obviously, landing his brother in Devontae Brown helps. Uh, I mean, and Devontae Brown, fantastic player. I think he is definitely a starting caliber player for Miami next season. But for Tamari... I, if I were to make a prediction, I would probably say Miami, just given that his brother already committed to the Hurricanes and the type of player that Brown is. I mean, you're getting a very physical corner, someone who can, you can leave on an island and he can lock up uh, your other team's best receiver. He has that potential. He plays really well in press coverage, played a lot of that at Heritage. But at the same time, he's also, you know, very capable of playing the box messing it up in the um, in the run game. Very, He's a very ample tackler for a cornerback, which is really what you like. I am a fan of physical corners, corners who aren't afraid to tackle, and Tamari Brown is just that. So I think he'd be a terrific addition, and he would be a unique player or a unique cornerback um, compared to some of the other cornerbacks that Miami has within their room. Uh, it brings a little more physicality, which I, I think is needed. I, I like that a lot. And so we're looking at some potential flips that we're looking at and good flips, not not bad flips, potential good flips we're looking at here. And plus, Miami did land a defensive tackle in the transfer portal that we're going to talk about. And we're going to do that uh, here on Locked on Kane. So keep it locked. But first, I want to talk about the awesome folks at Bet Online. Guys, I'm on the website every single day, checking the odds, checking the information. They will arm you with the information you need to win your wagers. Bet online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball, hockey. We've got it all at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can get those at Bet Online as well. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. 
Alex Dono joined by Luke Cheney, allhurricanes.com. And on All Hurricanes, we've been keep, keeping you guys updated all day long with everything happening. Um, you know, an interesting uh, potential flip that's getting a lot of buzz today. Uh, Ohio State's been hemorrhaging a little bit. And there's a four-star safety out of New Jersey I am a huge freaking fan of. Like, for anyone who's been watching this show since back in the summer, when I used to talk about Jaden Bonzu, I, I got all excited. Then he committed to Ohio State. Now there's a lot of buzz about Jaden Bonzu, who's a big hitter, potentially flipping from Ohio State to Miami at some point, in the, either today or in the next couple of days. Are, are you hearing some of that same buzz, Luke? Yeah, I mean, there's been some quiet smoke and just some murmurs about – him being a potential flip candidate, that actually happens. I'm not sure. I wouldn't completely, I guess, count on it. But with Bonsu, I mean, he is someone that in the summer, at least around, I think, July, looked like a Miami lean. I remember um, Steve Wiltfong of, um, of 247 Sports actually crystal balled him for a minute there in July. Then he went back, crystal balled him to Ohio State. There was a lot more buzz towards Ohio State towards the end of uh, Bonsu's recruitment. And that's where he's been. But, I mean, you mentioned how some stuff has been happening with Ohio State as far as players leaving and whatnot. Um, and if that's the case, and if Bonsu is looking elsewhere, then Miami looks like a very plausible option, especially looking at their recruiting class or Miami's current recruiting class. It is filled with talent at a ton of positions. But at safety – not really. I mean, you have you have Caleb Spencer there. You have Antoine Jackson. Jackson projects more as a corner. Caleb Spencer, I think, projects pretty much as a kind of a hybrid linebacker, box safety, not really your prototypical safety. Uh, Bonsu is very versatile. He can do a lot. So, I mean, if Miami can flip Bonsu either today or in the next couple of days, I mean, that would just be an absolute win for Miami and for Mario Cristobal. And I think it would really – Feel pretty much the only puzzle piece remaining in what has been a tremendous defensive class, uh, defensive recruiting class for Miami. Yeah, no doubt about that. And there's there's another safety being talked about it. And you mentioned, you know, the Steve Wiltfong crystal balls. The difference between me and Wiltfong is he can change his crystal balls anytime he wants to. Once I drop a Dono ball, it's locked in. I, I live and die with it. I sink or swim with a Dono ball. A couple days ago. I dropped a Dono ball for four-star safety out of St. Thomas Aquinas, Conrad Hussey, um, who's a Penn State commit. But I've, there's been a lot of buzz about him flipping to play somewhere closer to home. Florida State has also been very much in the conversation. Some people think, though, it's going to come down today. And I don't know what time he's announcing. It's supposed to happen sometime today. I don't know what time exactly. But some folks think, think it's going to come down between Penn State, where he's currently committed, or Miami. Now, I'd love to have Hussey. He's a very different type of safety, though, than Bonsu. If I had to pick one or the other, I would probably take Bonsu. But to tell me uh, how you feel about Hussey. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Conrad Hussey fan um, just because he is a different safety than Bonsu, but he is more of your center fielder type player. Still, still very willing to tackle. I mean, if you go through some of his junior film, a lot of it is, his, is him in the tackle box messing things up there. Um, but with Hussey, like I said, you're getting that center fielder. You're getting that, I guess, more prototypical safety of sorts. But I'm a huge fan of him. I mean, he has very loose and fluid hips, uh, can, you know, blazing speed, played a little bit in the return game as well as St. Thomas. 
not exactly sure when he announces today. I know Demar Brown's at 3.15 Eastern time. A lot, of, a lot of the schools are very transparent about, you know, when their signing day is. St. Thomas really isn't one of them, at least to my knowledge. So right. we'll see what he chooses. I mean, we've heard, you know, Penn State, which obviously is committed there now, Miami and Florida State. Heard some stuff today that's looking more like Miami or Penn State. We'll see what happens. Um, I think Hussey's a terrific player. And given the exodus of talent of sorts, or just the exodus of bodies from that safety room, I mean, I think with Brian Ballone announcing that he left the portal, um, it's four safeties in the room right now. So if you can add a guy like, like, a guy like Hussey, that'd be huge. So something else that's been going around amongst Canes fans throughout the last couple of days is uh, there there's certain folks out there who seem pretty convinced that Miami is going to flip a big time wide receiver because that on offense, that's a big area of need, a, an outside wide receiver. Um, I, I can tell you who it's not. It's not going to be Hakeem Williams. He just officially signed with Florida State. It's not going to be Brandon Ennis, who officially signed this morning with Ohio State. So I, I don't and, – and again, I, I don't really know who or, or what would happen here. I don't know if Jurion Dickey has signed his NLI yet with Oregon. Oregon's been cleaning up today, <laughs> flipping players and getting big ties. So he may be feeling a lot better about Oregon's class right now. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, and listen, I, you know, I'm not going to put you on the spot for any names, Luke, but do, do you think we could see maybe a big surprise within the next day or two that Miami could end up flipping somebody, or do you think it's just going to be kind of status quo here for the next couple of days? If I were to make a prediction, I'd probably say status quo. I mean, we've heard the, the, the Jory on Dickey buzz for so long now. It's quieted down a little bit since, I guess, the peak of that, which was, you know, in the summer. Crazier stuff has happened. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to completely count it out. And again, it is Mario Cristobal. He always ha- he always seems to have a trick up his sleeve. And I mean, if you can if if you can flip a player quite like Jerry on Dickey, I mean, like he some a lot of people think he's the best receiver in the country in the 2023 yeah. recruiting class. Like he is, he's that good. And I mean, I mean, you mentioned if there is that massive wide receiver flip it wouldn't be a Hakeem Williams it wouldn't be a Brandon Innes both of those players both signed today it would probably be a jury on Dickey could it happen yes would I count on it no <laughs> but I mean we'll, we'll see if, if Miami can acquire a player like that at, at what is still a position of need I mean just I, I can't speak enough how much of a win that would be Miami uh, landed a transfer portal defensive tackle who we've talked quite a bit about in recent days on Locked on Canes. And, you know, you don't always judge a book by its cover. I know you hear six foot tall, 270 at a defensive tackle doesn't get people like it's not. He's the opposite of of Daryl Jackson, who just left for Florida State, where that dude was first team all runway, six foot six over 300. Thomas Gore, who is just uh, he's just come to Miami through the transfer portal from Georgia State. He doesn't have those sort of dimensions, but this guy has put up incredible stats at Georgia State, and he's played well. The the times that they play against Power 5 opposition, like against North Carolina the last couple of years, he's looked really good in those games. He's probably been the best player on Georgia State for the last couple of years, so I'm excited. Uh, what can you tell me from your perspective about one of the newest Miami Hurricanes, Thomas Gore? Yeah, Gore isn't your physically 
dominant defensive lineman. He's not this freak athlete like a Gerald Jackson is. He's a little more undersized at six feet tall. Um, but I mean, that isn't to discount the type of player that he is because he is fantastic. He graded out per pro football focus as I don't want to misquote this or miss or miss say this, but I think he was like one of the best players in the Sun Belt. just a fantastic defensive lineman and his impact on George state goes far beyond this, what the statute would indicate. And even statistically, he was very productive. He had five sacks last year, I believe uh, 19 solo tackles I don't have the exact number for total tackles, but he is definitely a terrific addition to add into that room. Uh, If he doesn't start, he will provide great depth, and it's just a great rotation guy to have. By the way, last thing, we got to talk about this punter that Miami just landed. So we got another Aussie punter. I'm looking at this Canes football tweet. This obviously, this wasn't a guy that was on anybody's radar recruiting-wise. He kind of looks a little bit like without tattoos. He looks a little bit like Headley. I don't know. Is this guy 30? But uh, Kane's football tweets out, traveled across the world to ink a punter for this signing class. Safe to say we've got the Australian pipeline going strong. Welcome to the U, Dylan Joyce. So Dylan Joyce, okay. who uh, I don't know how old this dude is, but he's got a pretty substantial mustache going in the little gif that Miami sent out. Uh, well, welcome to the you six foot two, two hundred thirteen pound punter. That, that that's better size than some of our safeties have. It's uh, maybe he can play safety. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll cross positional action. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean that that uh, pipeline from Australia to the U is is actually a real thing. It seems. I mean, with Headley and and now Joyce, and then you can't forget about uh, Frankie Tinelau, who yeah, you know, is from that area. So it's like it is becoming quite of a little bit of a pipeline. And uh, I mean, it's funny you mentioned how Joyce looks a little bit like uh Headley without the, the tattoos and everything, you know? So uh, we'll see. I mean, it's, a, it was definitely a surprise addition. I wasn't on my radar at all. So, uh, you know, we'll see uh, I guess how good of a punter he is. See, got to get some ink on this dude. Like, well, I want to take yeah. him to the tattoo parlor, just get him completely covered. And then we're good. We just have Headley 2.0. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Great stuff. Make sure you guys follow Luke on Twitter at Luke underscore Cheney for check out his work at allhurricanes.com. Luke, thank you so much, man. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, man. Appreciate you having me. We'll talk to you guys again later on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team 